The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 96, Monday, February 18th, 2008. So this is the Paunch Stevenson Show? Yes! And this is episode 96? 96! Can you believe it? No, I can't. With, um, have you, I'm sure you've seen the movie The Great Outdoors, right? A long time ago. Do you remember when John Candy is forced to eat that gigantic steak? Was that the 96er? Uh, the 49er? No, it was not 49er. <laughs> um, well, let's see. I think it was the 96er. Wait, I'm looking it up. He's not done yet. Ah, oh, the only thing left on there is grizzle and fat. Yeah, he's, he had to eat it to win the... Was that the size, though? Yeah, the old 96er. Yes, he got a t-shirt. Yeah, so episode 96. Can you believe it? Can I believe it? Or you can't believe it? I can't... Ah, yes. Believe it or not. <laughs> or you can't believe it. I couldn't believe it's not butter? Close. No? I'm Fabio! Uh, can you not believe it? Can I not believe it? I, I'm missing the joke here. You can't believe it! I can't believe it. <laughs> Say it again. I can't believe it. <laughs> again. I can't believe it. Come on! Why am I saying on the show? Who am I supposed to be saying? Billy Connolly! Oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! I can't believe it! I can't believe I didn't remember my own cue! Oh! You know, this writer's strike, I haven't had a job. I've had to go back to playing some awful clubs in Glasgow. I... Well, supposedly they're coming back now. Yeah, that's over. So they're saying in another two months there <laughs> will be new episodes of TV shows. Yeah, but you're still... At most shows, you're only going to get like another five episodes. So you're actually getting gypped. For most of the shows, you're getting gypped out of like four or five episodes. So, Well, I haven't watched a new TV show in so long. It's like, I, I don't even care anymore. Nah, you are just completely... Completely adverse with, with the pop culture. Just totally out of it. I'm just so... Come on, how many months has the strike been going on? I'm so used to Three. not watching TV. <laughs> well, technically, even though it's been going on for three months, most shows have actually not run out of episodes. Well, the and, shows that I watch did. The ones... Well, some of them that I watch are, like, on their last... You know, a couple of weeks, Prison Break, Supernatural, the ones I watched, there's only a couple left. Yeah. Uh, Lost uh, just started, so. Welcome to the Paunch Stevenson Show. Yeah, so we actually... Recorded an episode, um, and we were going to post it last week. And I opened up the files on my computer, 
Mm-hmm. And for some reason, this never, like, 96, 95 episodes, this never, ever happened before. Awful. I opened up the file, and it recorded your voice. Mm-hmm. You sounded fine. Didn't record my voice. Well, you know something, that really shouldn't have stopped you from putting up the episode. My voice alone should have been entertaining enough. <laughs> yeah, but it was you responding to things that I was saying. Ah. Uh, oh, so technically you could have gone in and just dubbed in whatever you wanted. Made me sound like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I, I should have done that. Ah, yeah, I know you would have. So, uh, we were talking about in episode 93 old uh, camcorders and we've been talking about videos, DVD, movies and things like that. And it reminded me uh, back in, I think it was 1987, my grandparents got a VCR and this was about a year before my parents bought a VCR, uh, which they bought at Top Supply in City in New Jersey. And the thing was like, $400, $500, really expensive back then, VCRs. Now they're like $30. So my grandparents got a VCR about 1987, and I don't know why, for some reason, people have always joked or commented about how difficult it is to hook up a VCR Mm -hmm. to a TV, and also how to set the clock. I don't know why I've always been able to do this, even as a child, but anyway... They bought this VCR, they got it home, took it out of the box, and just could not figure out how to hook it up to the TV. Yeah. So it just sat there on top of the big wooden console TV that they had. And one of the funny things about it is that (laughs) this didn't make any sense at all. It came with instructions how to set it up. But the instructions were on a videotape. Ah. Chicken and the egg. Chicken and the egg. So how are they supposed to watch the tape to learn how to hook up the VCR if they don't know how to hook up the VCR to watch it? That is true. (laughs) What what company would... I think it was a Zenith. Ah, Zenith. Are they even around anymore? (laughs) I don't know. Well, this was 20 years ago. 21 years ago. It's like if you bought a safe, and the safe is locked, but the combination's inside. <laughs> I uh, know. How are you supposed to find out? It was like when Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future got locked in the trunk of the car, of the band, <laughs> with the keys in the trunk. Well, They were like, who's got the keys? The keys uh, are in here. Oh, uh, uh, boy. So that also we posted... A video of the time that we went to the Fun and Games Arcade right before it closed. Yeah. We posted a video tour of that on the website, PornStevenson.com. And it's it's actually getting some some views. Wow. And we, we already have a few comments on the video on YouTube as well. Excellent. Cool. Yeah, people like it. Excellent, Smithies. Uh, yeah, we had talked about that. We did the, you know, all the audio, our our trip to the Fun and Games Arcade in episode 91. Yes. So you go to the website, watch the video, and also mm. our friend Frank, uh, he hosts, 
his own podcast, The Overnightscape. You can go to theovernightscape.com. And that was episode 90. We talked to him, and <clears throat> we had seen him in New Jersey uh, like a week or two ago or something like that. And uh, he's a fan of, of the Paunch Stevenson show, and some of his fans are fans of the Paunch Stevenson show. And one of them is this guy, Manny, the mailman. We met him. He's a fan of the Paunch Stevenson show, so that's cool. And this other guy... Wait, the mailman? Carl Malone's a fan of us? <laughs> no, Manny, the mailman. Oh, oh, okay. In New Jersey, he's a fan of the Overnight Scape and, as we found out, also the Paunch Stevenson show. <laughs> and another Overnight Scape fan, Neil, in Ireland, no. is also a fan of the Paunch Stevenson show, and he posted a comment on episode 94. Ah. Long-time listener of the Overnight Scape, finally got around to listening to this show that Frank is always going on about. Yes. I listened to four shows on a bus trip the other day, and now I'm addicted. Thank uh, you. Wait, who's saying this? Him or you? Neil. Oh, okay. Our new fan, Neil. And he hosts his own podcast, IntoYourHead.com. And I promised him I would listen. I will. I will listen. I promise. Uh, but also Esteban, one of our regular listeners, uh, we have a link to his site. Please save me some robots. Robots! And he posted, uh, well, he posted a comment on episode 95 about close encounters of the third kind. Because um, we were talking about the different versions of it. Right. Anyway, and he was also talking about the reason why you thought Iron Man was black mm -hmm. is because the guy, it was actually a white guy, right? Tony Stark. All right. And I guess, I didn't know this, so Esteban says uh, he wrote that Tony Stark was an alcoholic and sometimes he would get too drunk to fight crime or put on the suit or whatever. So he hired this black guy to put on the suit and pretend to be him. And then the black guy ended up using the suit for crime instead of for good. So, <laughs> oh, God. And then... A, a wonderful social commentary from you-know-who. <laughs> it's me! me! Stanley the bigot! <laughs> That's right, web slingers! It's me! The so white then, guy does good, the black guy commits crime. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty crazy. I'm all about stereotypes. Me, Stanley. <laughs> but so then, so then the black guy ended up somehow making his own version of the Iron Man suit, but instead of red and gold, it was black and white. And he called himself War Machine. Ugh. So you had Tony Stark, the drunk white guy, as uh, Iron Man, God. and then the black crime guy as War Machine. <laughs> uh. So I didn't know that, so thank you to Esteban. He also posted a comment a few episodes back, uh, I think it was, yeah, it was episode 93, uh, 
it was like almost two hours long, that episode. We had just come back from a five-week break, the holidays, Christmas, New Year's, all that. So we did a real long episode, and Esteban left a real long comment, which is great. We love it. But he had a question. We were talking about the video games and all that, and eBay, and how you got back into eBay, and you were going crazy now trying to get these collections. But he... Uh, wanted to know about Star Wars toys because we're talking about pointless toys. Mm -hmm. And he said that the most pointless toys were actually the Star Wars figures that were 12 inches tall Ah. because I guess there were no vehicles made for them or play sets or anything like that Ah. that they fit into. I mean, 12 inches tall. I mean, what are the regular figures? There's like three, three and a half inches. Something right? like that. Four, I don't know. Yeah, and you figure, okay, the Millennium Falcon, which, of course, according to Louis Anderson, but the Kevlar run in under 20 parsecs. <laughs> but anyway. Um, <laughs> I remember that. The, um, the Millennium Falcon, so you figure it's like, I don't know, like as big as like a pizza, <laughs> like a small pizza. Well, the normal the, version, the, the right, toy right. version. So then, you know, if 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 the twelve footer, uh, the twelve inch one, maybe if it, let's say, it has to be even three times as big, <laughs> I, <laughs> it's going to be the size of a couch. I know that that's going to be yeah, it's going to be like a coffee table. <laughs> Huge. How does how's the kid going to play with this thing? <laughs> um, but also, yeah. So he was talking about that. He's right. He wrote about that, and also. On the opposite end of the spectrum, the small, microscopic, one-inch Star Wars, not even the figures, but the ships. Yes. The the ships, like you said, the Millennium Falcon was like one inch. Yeah, I have a lot of them. And then the figures were like half of a centimeter. (laughs) And he said he would always lose them, the paint would come off and everything. And I, I had suggested... That I remember um, the Micro Machines toys had some of those small Star Wars. I thought maybe he was talking about that. There was just so much junk that came out. Anyway, he wanted to know that he wanted to know why when they had the regular normal sized figures and vehicles and everything Mm. and people were buying them, children were playing with them, they were fine. Why would the eh. toy companies come out with gigantic versions and microscopic versions that yeah, were useless? Actually, when you think about it, and this is it's interesting. If you go, all the, you could all go all the way back to the GI Joes. The GI Joes came out, and I'm talking about the ones like in 1983 when they resized the smaller, you know, the smaller figures. Well, the then, real American hero right. line. So they came, and then they had the Hasbro came out with the the vehicles, you know, the the jet planes and the tanks and the boats and such. Yeah, <laughs> that were in proportion to the uh, to the figures, you know. So like the GI Joe uh, uh, jet plane was, I don't know, maybe it was like the size of like a a keyboard or something. You know, it was a decent size. It wasn't enormous. You know, though they had those for a while, and then they oh, just kind of... a kinda... computer keyboard. Yeah. And then they Not just... like a piano keyboard. No, no. <laughs> That was like the size of that, that. Remember they had the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boy. Which and, came uh, in about 200 pieces. Really? 
You had to put those that stuff together? Yeah, my cousin used to get uh, some of the G.I. Joe vehicles and things like yeah. that, and my uncle would try to put them together, and he That's just couldn't. right. Yeah, they did come in pieces. Anyway. <laughs> I, the only thing I remember of the big figures was G.I. Joe in the mid-90s, when they had totally and utterly beaten... <laughs> <laughs> just beating the dead horse a million times. That's when they came back with the twelve-inch figures, like they had back in the you know the sixties and seventies, and nobody bought them. So <laughs> right. those are the only those. That's the only thing I remember from like the big figures. Well, nobody bought them because back in the sixties, so big. Well, yeah, they were huge, but also it was actually a guy. It was one guy. It was G.I. Joe. That was the guy. Then, when Hasbro redid the whole toy line in 1982-1983, G.I. Joe, a real American hero, G.I. Joe was the name of the Special Forces team. Yes. That was their code name. And you had Duke, you had Shipwreck, and Scarlet, and Snake Eyes, and all these cool characters. Mm. But then, when they came out with the the one-foot-tall... G.I. Joe's again in the 1990s, it was, there were no different characters. It was just back to the one G.I. Joe guy. Um, no, they did have some. They had, like, Duke and Kung Ho. Yeah. Oh. But the, no, but here's the thing. They didn't look anything like the cartoon. They were just a generic-looking guy wearing a regular military uniform, and then they call him whatever. <laughs> well, that's stupid. Then. I know, well... You know, speaking of G.I. Joe, there's a movie coming out in 2009 from Paramount. The same same people that brought you Transformers. Oh, no. <laughs> They've already casted a lot of the parts. Is Michael Bay directing no, it? No, no, it's nothing to do with it. It's directed by... Uh, Schumacher? Oh, God, no. It's directed by the guy that did... Um, oh, what movies did he do? I don't know. Let me see. I'm going to go on Wikipedia here. I don't know. A second. So it's just called G.I. Joe? Yes. It's not starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. It better not star anyone. What do you mean? They should just get new up-and-coming no-names. I don't understand what you're saying. You mean you want to take, like, people out of, like, film school? (laughs) No. No, I'm saying don't star Sylvester Stallone. Oh, no, no, no. Or Bruce Willis. You know, it ruins it. No, Get no, people no. that I never heard of, and it'll be better. All right. it, yeah, the producer is uh, uh, Lorenzo Di Bonaventuro, who's one of the guys on uh, uh, Transformers. Yeah. It's uh, directed by Steven Sommers, who is known as... Uh, the, he pretty much did all the Mummy movies. Uh, you know, the Mummy, Brandon, Brandon Fraser, and... Fraser. Uh, whatever. Uh, Van Helsing. And he did some Disney movies uh, earlier than that. So I think he'll do an all right job. Apparently, this it says, according to Wikipedia, I don't know how uh, real any of this is, but uh, this film will feature an international anti-terrorism task force based in New York, um, which I think is better than what it was previously supposed to be. Brussels? <laughs> what? What? Brussels? Brussels. Who, who is the star? Van Damme? Jean-Claude Van Damme? The muscles from Brussels. <laughs> uh, or his actual name, Jean-Claude Van Varenberg. Ugh. Anyway, let me finish this here. 
Uh, Sienna Miller, uh, supposed to be the Baroness. Uh, Ray Park, uh, who is uh, Darth Maul in Star Wars, uh, Phantom Menace, is Snake Eyes. Uh, somebody named Byung Hun Lee, I don't even know who that is. Uh, Storm Shadow, Rachel Nichols as Scarlet. Uh, here's one I don't understand why they have to get this guy. Marlon Wayans as Ripcord. Marlon Wayans? Uh, <clears throat> there is an up-and-coming guy, a young guy named Channing Tatum. Uh, he's supposed to be Duke. Mm. Uh, one of my favorite actors, Dennis Quaid, is Hawk. Uh, what, what, what is this? Eh. Cause they, Dennis Quaid, he's gone. There can't be any na- any well-known actors. Oh, be quiet. Um, Wait, who's now Cobra Commander? Hold on. Here, Here's one thing I don't like. Uh, Destro is being played by Christopher Eccleston, uh, who who is one of the many Doctor Whos. Oh. Which I don't really understand. I mean, cause he's kind of like a skinny guy. Whatever. Well, wait, um, is, he was one of the new Doctor Whos or the old yeah, Doctor Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's the most, the not the guy that's doing it now. He was the previous one from like three years ago. The one who quit? Yes. Okay. A, kind of a weirdo. <laughs> uh, according to Wikipedia, Joseph Gordon-Levitt from three, uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Remember he was the kid on there? Yeah. <clears throat> not French Stewart. No, I, I know. According to Wikipedia, he signed on to portray Rex. Who's Rex? I don't know. <laughs> on other websites, I've seen this guy linked to Cobra Commander, which is a bit unnerving. I don't understand. He's like this little like shrimp, and he's a young guy. How is he? I don't understand the whole Cobra Commander thing. So is Cobra Commander's real name supposed to be Rex? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, it's hard to say. Again, remember, Cobra Commander had one backstory during the cartoon, and then when they did G.I. Joe the movie, and this was still Sunbow, they basically took the entire backstory and like threw it out the window and said that Cobra Commander was some kind of like man snake. <laughs> the aliens turned him into a half snake, half oh, human. God. Well, I have two questions. Mm. Number one, who's playing Dr. Mindbender? I wouldn't even have him in it. Dr. Mindbender? Yeah. Awful. <laughs> Number Why? two. Number two. Okay, fine. No Dr. Why Mindbender. Why should this concern you? Who's playing Serpentor? He ain't gonna be in it. <laughs> <laughs> and Actually, they should get Hasselhoff to be Serpentor. He looked like him. <laughs> well, and my last question about the upcoming G.I. Joe movie yeah. is... Will Cobra Commander wear his original helmet mask or the cloth mask, oh, I which I know. hated? You did? I thought that was better. What? He looked so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> the helmet was awesome. I guess. The yeah. cloth yeah, was so yeah. dumb. Mm. He looked like that stupid guy from Fat Albert with the holes cut out in the hat. <laughs> Um, the creative consultant, apparently, is uh, Larry Hama, who was... Um, oh, the comic book yeah, writer? The, right, from the original G.I. Joe comics. Which I've never read. Yeah, well... well I, never, I, I never bought a G.I. Joe comic book. 
I wasn't collecting that. I was too young. We were too young. Yeah. I, well, I, the 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 thing I didn't like about the comics was that it it never uh, it usually did not follow the cartoon at all. Oh and, yeah, they never did. Yeah, and the the art this it's just universally pretty much accepted that the artwork and the coloring on on those books from Marvel back then were just horrendous. Well, on all the Marvel comic terrible. Well, because they were cheap. Was that during the time that they kicked Stan Lee out? I don't don't know if he was... I don't know. Me, Stan Lee. Actually, I was reading about him the other day, something about uh, like ten years ago he filed for bankruptcy or something like that. Oh, dear. could have sworn it was something about cause remember we had talked about those web cartoons he made like 10 yes. years ago yes and then he ended up going bankrupt from that <laughs> but from that yeah now i can't find where it said that oh yeah here we go yeah he he started his own company in 1998 stan lee media Stanley Media, and he had 165 people working for him. He it was a public company, and then near the end of 2000, investigators discovered illegal stock manipulation. Ah, another, <laughs> another part guy, of that whole that whole dot com bubble yeah. busted. So, um. The guy he had, I guess, like the lawyer or whatever, like his his company's lawyer, ended up like fleeing the country. <laughs> oh, he fled to Brazil, and then Stanley filed for bankruptcy in two thousand one. But then they found the guy in Brazil and brought him back to the U.S. I'm ruined. Uh, it says that. The, those webisodes that he was making, like the Flash animation, mm. uh, it was called The Seventh Portal. And he did uh, a few different voices for a few different... He did voices for a few different characters. Yeah. And I guess after he went bankrupt, he licensed those uh, Seventh Portal characters to Paramount so that they can make, like, theme park rides about them. Oh, God. Which I don't know why anyone would care, but it's weird. I'll do anything for a buck! <laughs> yeah. But, oh, and then in 2005, <clears throat> Stanley sued Marvel Comics yeah. because of unpaid profits from the movies, like Spider-Man, Daredevil, all that stuff. And there were no profits from Daredevil. <laughs> hey, that that made over a hundred million dollars in the no, U.S. Uh, you know, I'm I'm I refuse to discuss what movies make because it's a joke. It's <laughs> it's lined up on purpose so there's never any comp. They just took the Star Trek movie that, of course, does not have William Shatner, but it was supposed to come out on Christmas. They moved it the other day to May of 2009. Hmm. I give up. Oh, and also. It says Stanley announced a 
new superhero show on Spike TV <laughs> starring Ringo Starr. <laughs> what? As the superhero. <laughs> Is this live action? Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> what could that be? What? Stanley says Ringo Starr will be the first superhero with a great sense of rhythm. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, Who's his sidekick? Paul McCartney? <laughs> I don't know. I don't oh, know. hey, I think we've got to go. I think we've got to go save some people or something bad going down, you know. Okay, love. Well, I'm right behind you, love. Okay. Paul McCartney calls everyone love. Maybe the bad, get a good bad guy like uh, Keith Richards. So speaking of toys and Transformers and things like that, <clears throat> we announced the lame idiot of 2007. Yeah. Yeah, it was Michael Bay in episode 93, lame idiot of 2007. And I was looking on the on IMDb to see if there's any new information about the Transformers sequel coming up. And uh, there's message boards on IMDb. <clears throat> I was reading through some of them and one person started a topic the most useless thing a transformer could transform into and it was pretty funny some people were saying uh, a fork <laughs> you know like autobots transform and the guy turns into a fork what's that gonna do and someone wrote a bathtub could you imagine in the middle of battle, transform, and you're, he's, he's a bathtub just sitting there. And so things like that, uh, a jar, I don't know, stupid things. And then <laughs> the last person wrote, the most useless thing a Transformer could turn into is Michael Bay. Ah, yes, yes. Because he is useless. <clears throat> he is indeed. His other movies are Pearl Harbor, right? He did the Bad Boys movies. Uh, he did uh, The Island, which was a disaster. Was that with Val Kilmer? No, that was uh, The Island of Dr. Moreau. Oh. With uh, the one of many islands of Dr. Moreau, but that was the one where uh, Dr. Moreau was Marlon Brando. Right. It was putrid. To say the least, but, um, no, the island with Ewan McGregor and Scarlett Johansson and Steve Buscemi plays a small role, but, uh, it was awful. Um, I, I don't know of anything he's done that's good. Did he do Armageddon? I think he did, yes. Oh, God. Which was not good. <laughs> I know. No, the man has not done anything good. Again, this is somebody that comes from music videos. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> That's his background, so... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, so oh, what do you well. got? Anything good? Yes! Roy Scheider! The great, late, great Roy Scheider, who was, of course, 
Chief Martin Brody in Jaws and Jaws 2. Uh, as what about well 3D? As... No, I don't think he was in that. No, he was not in that. No, he was, uh, I guess he was dead by then. I don't know. Well, the character, not the guy. <laughs> I, I don't, honestly, I don't remember where the, I just don't. I don't, all I know is that his character was essentially replaced in one of the movies by Michael Caine. Really? <laughs> yes. Michael Caine was in Jaws? Yes, he was. Wow. I was in Jaws, and I flew an aeroplane into the water, and I said, what am I doing in this aeroplane in the water? I've got to get out of the water. I couldn't. And so the shark ate the whole blimey airplane with me in it. Well, Roy Scheider. And I thought that was the worst movie I could have ever done. Until I made the mistake of doing a Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, no. Why would I do that? I think that's... Oh, no, I, I saw... I did see the Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> the only Muppet movie I haven't seen is Treasure Island. Uh, the, the only ones that I remember was from, you know, going way back. Yeah. As I recall, the one was the Muppets... Well, the one was the Muppets Take Manhattan... And, and then the Great was, Muppet Caper. Yes, that was the one with Charles Grodin. Was that the first one? I think so. And I, I've seen, uh, I, you know, I used to watch those all the time as a kid. And then kind of a sequel, not really, but they did the Sesame Street movie, which was, of course, Follow That Bird. Yeah. Which was back when, uh, you know, Sesame Street was more about just Elmo. Yeah. You know, there was other good characters. It was Big Bird and Mr. Snuffleupagus and the Cookie Monster and the Count. The <laughs> yeah. Count! How could you not love the Count? Ah, 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 ah. And Oscar the Grouch yeah. and Grover. Why am I the only one saying all the names and you're saying nothing? Because <laughs> you're naming everyone. I know, there was Telly. Yes. Well, there were the people, too. Yeah, who cares about the people? Gordon and Bob and Maria. Yeah. Mr. Hooper. The deaf girl. Do you remember... They would have these bits where it would be these alien puppets. And they had these weird mouths that would open and close and open and close. Yes! Horns and yes! yes. <laughs> they would make funny noises. Yes, that was funny. That was weird. Yeah. Was and then they had the one, the other guys that looked like that, which was Beaker. Oh, yeah, Beaker. And Bunsen. And, and what, yeah, Bunsen and Beaker. Beaker? <laughs> well, that was on The Muppet Show. <laughs> and The Swedish Chef and all that. Ooh, Cindy Bundy 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 Bundy. We had a friend who, uh, in elementary school, decided to take it upon himself to impersonate the Swedish chef at every instant that he was able to. Um, yeah, Roy Scheider was also in... Sequest. He was Sequest Captain DSV. Bridger. Yes. Does that stand for Deep Sea Voyage? Deep Sea Vessel. Vessel, okay. Yes, Roy Scheider, who was actually a local guy, at least to us, uh, Orange, New Jersey born... Uh, attended uh, uh, Columbia High School, which is in Maplewood, New Jersey, uh, all in the same county that we grew up in. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, ah, you know, he was uh, in a lot of movies. He was in uh, one of the recent movies I remember he uh, he was in was... Um, uh, well, he was in the sequel to 2001. Yeah. Uh, uh, which was something. called, what, 2002? 2010. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, no, he was in uh, the John Grisham uh, movie, uh, The Rainmaker. Oh. With um, Matt Damon and Danny DeVito. What is that about? A lawyer? Yeah, John Grisham, uh, who's from New Orleans, <clears throat> writes books. Well, most of his books are about lawyers in New Orleans. Well, the TV show Sequest DSV is. Now, two of the cast members are dead. Yes, that's right. Jonathan Brandis. Yeah. Also dead. I liked him. Yeah, I remember him from, you know, the never-ending story. Ladybugs, of course. <laughs> oh, yes. I was good. Yes! These raccoons, they're everywhere! Wait, did you know Rodney Dangerfield's real name is Jacob Cohen? We posted this on the website, Celebrities' Real Names. Yeah, I know. You took a, you took up, like, two pages posting this <laughs> stupid thing. Well, there's a lot of celebrities with fake names. I know. And that's not even all. That's not even half of them. No. I mean, you look at some of these and you say, huh? Clay Aiken was Clay Grissom. Yeah. Jason Alexander was Jason Greenspan. Uh, Woody Allen was Alan Konigsberg. Well, Albert Brooks was Albert Einstein. That's right. <laughs> I was really Albert Einstein. I'm a genius. George Burns' real name is Nathan Birnbaum. It's weird. I know. I'm looking at some of these here. Um, a lot of these are obviously improvements. Well, Dean you know. Kane. His name is Dean Tanaka? Yeah. He's Japanese? <laughs> yeah, he does. I think he's Hawaiian. I, I oh. Think, or something like that. Michael Kane was originally named Morish Micklewhite Jr. Alice Cooper was originally Vincent Fernier. Or Fernier. Whatever. I don't know. Oh, one of your favorite, Larry King. Yes, Larry King. Is Larry Zeiger. Oh, Larry Zeiger. Freddie Mercury's real name is Farak Bolsara. Ooh. Dennis Franz was Dennis Schlachter. Actually, here's here another one of your favorites. Jack Palance's real name yes. was Volodymyr <laughs> Palanyuk. I know, he's uh, Ukrainian or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that, or Hungarian or something like that. <laughs> I was surprised. Some of these really surprised me. Charlton Heston was originally John Carter. Yeah, how did he come up with Charlton? I don't know. <laughs> That's so weird. Michael, hey, this is crazy. Michael Keaton was originally Michael Douglas. Yeah, he had to change it. <laughs> Greed is good, yeah. <laughs> but but uh, Michael Douglas was not originally Michael Douglas. That doesn't make any sense. Well, his, well Kurt Douglas, his real name was Isor Danielovich. Yeah. Johnny Knoxville was Philip Clapp. Stan yeah. Laurel was actually uh, Arthur Jefferson. Howard Cosell, Howard Cohen. Uh, Huey Lewis, of course, was Hugh Craig the Third. 
<laughs> Jerry Lewis was Jerry Levitch. Oh, <laughs> I used to sell furniture. <laughs> yeah, it sounds Levitz. like Levitz. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Jackie Mason. Oh, Jackie God. Mason. Yeah, his yes. real name is Yakov Matza. Oh, that, that's one of that, that two-bit bum, Yakov Smirnov, came out. He stole my original name. I can't believe that guy's still alive. Jackie Mason or Yakov Smirnov? Well, Jackie Mason. Do you remember in the 80s, Yakov Smirnov was like the biggest comic in the United States? <laughs> yeah, for a little while. <laughs> oh, God. It's very Barry, strange. Barry Manilow was Barry Pincus. Uh, Lorne Michaels was Lorne Olipowitz. Roy Rogers, the cowboy. Yes. And the hamburger guy. Mm-hmm. His real name's Leonard Sly. Mm. Oh, Gene Simmons. <laughs> you know, from Kiss. His Hate real him. name is Hyam Witz. Yes. Uh, Martin Sheen, of course, was Ramon Estevez. Yep. That's why he, two of his sons are called Estevez, and the other one's Sheen. <laughs> Frankie um, Valley. Yes. Francis Castelluccio. Castelluccio. Uh, well, he's from uh, Newark, uh, Belleville, from our neck of the woods there. Yeah. Frankie Valley, the cousin of uh, uh, somebody that we know. <laughs> Supposedly. Jonathan Taylor Thomas was Jonathan Weiss. <laughs> Sting! Was Gordon Sumner? And Is by he related to Julius Sumner Miller? Uh, it's possible. Physics is my business. Uh, Jesse Ventura, the body was uh, James Janos. Yeah. Uh, who else here? Adam West was William Anderson. Uh, oh, and Jack Warden was John Lebzeltzer. Do you know that there was another movie made? Uh, a couple of years ago, called Dirty Work, where I think it's like some uh, like a black comedian or something was like the star. I don't know. It's terrible, really. And it's always on Showtime. And so was like, it a I'm, remake of Dirty Work? Uh, it has nothing to do with it. Oh, and I'm always flipping through the channels, and I'm like, oh, Dirty Work is on, and it's this other Dirty Work. I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> man, you've ruined Don Giovanni. <laughs> Who the hell's that guy? Yeah, it was a funny movie. Yes, Norm and Artie Lang. Well, Mitch, looks like we got ourselves a fight, huh? Great, it's fighting time. Can I be on their side? Looks like there's gonna be a brawl. You playing something good? Hell yeah! Rolling Stones, street fighting man, G. Stephon! You just hit G8. If you like pina coladas... Bring it on! Hey, how come you get a pool cue? Get right in my trap! Get him! 
Note to self, learn to fight.